everyone, it's Sarah, and welcome to Better in Bed Season 2, the podcast where we talk about sex and inspire you to get better at it. If you love this podcast, I think you're really going to love the audio guide that I created on my website called How to Be Better in Bed. So get on to sarahsense.com and check it out now. I also want to welcome back into the studio, Kat Leung who is my co-host today, and you might remember her from season one, episode one, and season one, episode 20. That's right. Oh, 19 and 20. 19 and 20, yeah. yeah. So the, the finale episodes. Um, Double finale. Absolutely. She's my best friend <laughs> and also just a ball of energy. And glad laughs. to be back. Yay. I'm glad I asked back. Yes. <laughs> so today, we are talking about my favorite topic, orgasms. And I know we all love orgasms because they feel good, but can we actually use our orgasms to create success in the rest of our lives? Like with our money, like with our career, with our relationships? Our guest today says we can, and she's going to tell us how. So my turn to introduce... um, Ing Han, or Hani, as she likes to be called. She is a multicultural author, speaker, life and business coach. Her best-selling book is called You Only Live Once, Life and Innovation Style Book. Uh, she supports clients through holistic transformations, through mindfulness, spirituality, personal growth, and life strategies. And her programs have been distributed across 350 plus media outlets, including Fox, BBC, and NBC. And I actually met Ying Han, or Hani, <laughs> I'm going to call you Hani, <laughs> this is your um, sexy alter ego, at the Conscious Festival, where we were both speaking on a panel talking about unleashing your sensual power, which is how I first got to know about the underlying philosophy around her work. And I think you'll find listeners that she isn't necessarily the typical life and business coach, but I will let her tell you more about that. So, um, honey, welcome. (laughs) I'm going to get used to to calling that as well. So tell us more about yourself, the work you do, why you do it. Mm -hmm, For sure. So as Sarah has mentioned and as you have mentioned, I am a life and business coach. I coach leaders and change makers to perform at their best in their work and in their life. And so because of this holistic approach and because of the curriculum that I teach in my You Only Live Once Yummy programs, which stands for your unique magical momentum or your unique money momentum, depending on which program you take, there comes... Your. No, the last one. The yummy. The yummy is just to add it on to sound fun. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's just yum. like money yum. momentum. Yee. Okay, right. <laughs> yeah. Yum. Okay, yeah. got it. So you, we're going to talk a little bit more, more about, about that, that later. That and, um, yeah. and because of that program, I actually realized that, you know, not only did I teach people about business in a sense of like, okay, combining spirituality, shamanism, and 
strategies that are actually going to get their business moving forward and creating revenue. But I realized that there was this one part which they were lacking. And they always came to a part where their businesses were stagnating and their lives were getting burnt out and they were hustling. They were getting results, but they were losing so much energy. So I was like, we have to fix this. What is going on here? So I went around the world searching for solutions for my clients because they were doing well, but they were tired and they were feeling like they didn't want to get on call because every time we're on call, we get the breakthroughs and then they had to take all these actions and then they were getting all these results. But the, the momentum was too fast for them to take it that they almost self-sabotaged. Right. So I was like, all right, so how am I going to actually like figure out this thing that they're all going through because I want them to be successful inside and outside in their lives. And I stumbled across the concept of orgasm. And I was learning about that in my own personal life because I was having issues creating that consistently and dependably in my own personal life. And therefore, one of my friends introduced me to the idea of deliberate orgasm and the idea of this pleasure-oriented worldview and point of view. And I ignored her for a year um, in the beginning because I'm just like, I have no time to spend on this. I love having fun and flirting and being playful, you know, when I meet you and we can like joke and like flirt all the time. But like when I actually am in my day to day work, I want to be executing. I want to be seeing results. Um, But that's exactly the opposite of what an orgasm is about. And so what I realized when I started finally having room in my life to explore this because my relationship was actually yearning for that. Mm -hmm. And my clients were kind of yearning for it. And I realized that actually there's something about this whole balanced pleasure thing that I could learn from orgasms. I dive deep into it. And that's what took me down this rabbit hole of realizing that orgasm and the pleasure that you derive of it and the training that it requires for you to actually reach your orgasm at its most abundant state Mm -hmm. is something that you can train is something that requires um, an ability to allow pleasure into your lives and that most of us, 99% of us, actually block pleasure. And yeah. that carries out throughout the rest of our lives. And that's how I got into this topic. I went to this place in uh, North America who had researchers who've been researching this topic for 30 years as central researchers. They approached it like scientists, basically mm-hmm. recording all the things that they had learned in practicing these practices and allowing themselves to expand pleasure beyond anyone could you know, beyond their own capabilities every single time that they practice this practice. And one of the craziest things that caught my ear was that a woman can actually, one of their instructors actually had a two-hour orgasm in front of a class of people to show them what actually was possible. A full two-hour orgasm. Yeah. That's my new goal. (laughs) (laughs) Without feeling tired, without feeling gross, you know, like, oh, I'm a whore or anything like that. But feeling empowered Mm -hmm. and feeling connected and feeling gratified. I see. So that was what caught my eye. And I was like, all right, if that is possible, I want to know how to do that. Mm -hmm. And I have a feeling that that, is what we need for this money thing that I'm working on with my clients to work because we're gonna, I guess we're going to talk about the energy part and how that relates yeah, at some point. I, yeah. I mean, how did you put that two together? You know, mm-hmm. orgasms and money. Mm-hmm. And, and maybe you should explain to everybody this concept of abundance and how they are related. related yeah. yeah. 
Yep, I'm I'm just I'm still in awe of the two hour orgasm. It's gonna take me a minute to kind of process, I think. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is. It is ha- it does happen and it is happening and it okay. continues to happen as one of their it's called an OIC. Okay. Observation right. of intense coming. Okay. <laughs> Everything has an acronym on this. <laughs> I must say, that's actually what turns me off of it if I know there's an acronym to it. It sounds very work and corporate. I feel like instead of turning corporate into pleasure, we're turning pleasure into corporate acronyms. Yeah, okay. Okay. Or making it more fun. Who knows, right? Um, So abundance. Okay. So abundance is an energy that I have been kind of researching since 2008. So I... Basically, the way I came across it was during my research in when I was trying to solve bulimia, which was one of the reasons I actually got on this whole entrepreneurial journey before or after my um, after my sort of uh, corporate advertising role. Right. Um, and so anyway, so when I was searching in this bulimia thing, researching it, I came across the law of attraction. This was in 2008 mm-hmm. before the secret came out and before oh. all that stuff, right? Yeah. And so it was kind of like segued into through like quantum physics. Anyway, long story short, like there was this woman, man, this plural figure called Abraham Hicks and they were talking about the idea of abundance Mm -hmm. and the idea of abundance defined um, is basically being able to do what you want, where you want it, with whomever you want, whenever you want, wherever you want. Mm -hmm. So having the freedom to do all those things. And so when we look at success, right? What do we actually define success for ourselves? You know, is it mm-hmm. just money? No, right? Because mm-hmm. a lot of people have a lot of money, but then they still feel really empty. Yeah. They don't have the relationships. Okay, so yeah. is it money and relationships? Mm-hmm. Not even, because if the relationship quality is not good, then they're still not happy, yeah. right? Okay, so is it money? You know, so when you look at all that, really it is the freedom to have all of those things, plus the people in the life that you can have, that who you love, and also being able to actually have those intimate relationships and the intimacy level with them. Mm-hmm. And so that, that was like sort of that bigger picture of abundance. And financially speaking, abundance is actually an energy that is a flow. Mm -hmm. So you can feel very clearly like when you're running your business or when you are looking at your career ladder, okay, am I in abundance? Am I in an abundance mindset right now? Or am I in a contraction mindset right now? And you can feel that in your body. Abundance is open and it's in flow. It's playful. Mm -hmm. It's fun. It's light. Mm -hmm. And then scarcity, which is the opposite, is closed up, tight, yeah. You know, holding yourself together small. Yeah. And when you think about that in the concept of orgasm, it's something very similar, right? When you're willing to receive the waves of pleasure that are coming mm-hmm. to you, you got to be open. Yeah. You can't be tight and constricted and like, you know, just like feeling like you need to like guard yourself because it's all about being trusting. It's being safe. It's mm. feeling comfortable. It's relaxing. It's having that moment of connection, mm-hmm. you know? And so when I realized that that is actually a practice that condenses the key point in abundance, I was like, you know, this is a fun way to practice abundance yeah, and my yeah, sure. values, um, 
which I talk a lot about in the book, You Only Live Once, each of us have like these three commitments that were die-die sort of like lights us up or if we don't have them, it burns us out. And so one of my three key commitments is freedom, fun, and inspired connection. Mm -hmm. And that actually hits all three. So therefore I was like, all right, let's do this and let's see how this works. Okay. Mm. And so you tested the idea Mm -hmm. of abundance with your clients. So, I mean, when you connect those two, are you just essentially saying have more orgasms and then you'll make more money? Is it as straightforward as that? Or is it, I mean, from what I'm hearing, could it be translated as having the, using your words, um, the freedom for a choice that brings in pleasure or that brings in more freedom, uh, kind of that continuous chain of opening up constant possibilities that aren't mm-hmm. actually limiting you. Um, with regards to the orgasm, uh, it's that same, I think the way I would interpret it is, you know how there's a difference between certain people's orgasms? Like there's the ones where you've got to constantly, constantly hold and hold and you're tight mm-hmm. and you're tight until like mm-hmm. there's a release. Whereas there's another practice when you're, you're like you said, allowing the pleasure to come in and you're trying to relax most of your body's muscles and then it's more of a push out throughout the entire process or the entire experience, which then gives you this whole other orgasmic experience. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So when you're going for it, there's two types. I mean, there's many, many, many different forms of orgasms, sure. right? And different types as well. Mm-hmm. But when you're going for a full body orgasm, which is what we're kind of going for here, mm-hmm. it is about that openness, right? Mm-hmm. And it is about, um, it's about opening up in all ways because abundance doesn't only come in one direction. Mm-hmm. You can't be like, okay, the only abundance I accept is the one that comes to my paycheck and in my bank. That's only it. If yeah, I don't get that, sure. then I'm not abundant. That's yeah. pretty sad life, you know? Yeah. So if you don't, so you lose your job, then you're no longer abundant, you're depressed and you want to go like, you know, go yeah, off it's somewhere a, it's else. A, it's a very narrow channel. Yeah. yeah. And so orgasm, same way, right? Like some people, okay, the partner has to do this and this way at this time, at this, da, 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 these, all these rules, then I will allow myself to have an orgasm. Okay. Well then your chances of having that is only 1% out of like a hundred percent of ability. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. But already there's like, you're there's already something that you've gone over. You said, I will allow myself to have one. I think there's a lot of people who actually rely on receiving mm-hmm. or rely on experiencing by being given. Mm-hmm. Like they're not actually opening up to receive or to experience themselves. Like actually it's your fault, my partner's fault or my boss's fault that I'm not getting paid or I'm not getting that promotion mm-hmm. or I'm not upgrading my mm-hmm. orgasm. Mm-hmm. It's because my partner can't bring that to me. Yep. So already there's, I think there's an even more initial hump that a lot of people don't know how to get over mm-hmm. or even know that it is to get over. Yeah. That's, you're absolutely right. I mean, that is, um, that is an awareness piece that you've got to have, right? And that's actually in one of the, the first lessons in our free course that yeah. we talk about actually taking that responsibility and being aware, A, like how much you actually enjoy your orgasm right now being super freaking honest with yourself Mm -hmm. and just being like all right is it like a one or is it like a 10 you know like what is it what is a 10 okay (laughs) that's a good question as well and how has that sort of understanding of orgasms changed with you know all the research that you did and the work that you did because you i mean you did mention as well that you Mm -hmm. had a relationship you were trying to get out of or um did that have anything to do with it and your understanding my first time actually hmm, 
interesting. I did not plan on sharing this. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, the first time I had an orgasm was when I was in second grade. Okay. And that was when I was actually playing with my stuffed toys and I was pretending to be pregnant with it. And then somehow okay. I was like, oh, this is really comfortable. And then boom, it came. And I was like, oh, I want to keep doing this. And okay. so I'd make believe play that I was pregnant with my like cousins and sister. I obviously they obviously didn't know but <laughs> that was yeah. what was happening not behind <laughs> the scenes and um but the um the, the thing about orgasm in the relationship with another person started when I was uh when I had sex which was actually much later in my life okay. I was much later than a lot, a lot of my um peers because I knew about sex mm. um but I wanted to pick you know, a person who I trusted and I wanted it to be something that was meaningful. Mm -hmm. And so that didn't happen until like 18, 19. Okay. Um, and the orgasm at that point was actually more, it wasn't even orgasm. Like sex was sex. Sex was like a power play for me. It was something mm -hmm. to validate that I am attractive and I can make you come kind of a situation. Mm -hmm. And it made me, that turned me on. It was mm -hmm. like, oh, I have control and I love this and you're loving it and I'm creating it and, you know, and yeah. we're doing this together. That was kind of like what it was about. Okay. It wasn't until much later where I decided that, you know what, I am kind of like done with this phase. Mm -hmm. I can, I know like you will enjoy it regardless right. of whatever. Yeah. Um, and so now it's my turn to enjoy like with, you know, different partners. And then so I'm like, all right, so then how can I enjoy it more? Because up until a certain point when the newness of the sex wears off, yeah. then you're left with like, all right, I already know exactly what you're going to do. How can I still yes. get better and better and better feelings from this interaction together mm -hmm. intimately? Yes. And that's when I realized, okay, I needed to learn more about it. Mm -hmm. And that's when I went into studying more orgasm stuff. Mm -hmm. And then when I learned more about orgasm stuff, I realized that, okay, the key component is actually expanding pleasure, which is the right. core component of what I talk mm -hmm. about in the yummy programs mm -hmm. and the idea behind that is actually practicing surrender and receiving right really good right and have you been able to have a two-hour orgasm since then I mean if I <laughs> were to time myself I would be able to get two hours potentially really? but I just have never carved out that time and being like all right I'm gonna have it right now I was gonna say right. two hours is a dedicated time exactly you'd yeah. have to really like be like all right I'm gonna do this for two hours but like I don't right I don't need it you know what I mean yeah. like yeah I feel like yeah. I can get just as much pleasure in like a five minute orgasm yeah. or a one minute orgasm or yeah. even the thought of having an orgasm than to actually like right. needing to be there to do the two hours yeah but i don't know i haven't tried so there's a lot know. of hours in the day to get a lot of yeah, other stuff I done mean, they, yeah i mean so two hours is is a while it's a chunk yeah it's, it's a, a chunk, chunk of time, time. yeah I mean. yeah so kind of going back to the idea of abundance yeah. as right. well yeah like that whole idea of surrender and receiving is yeah interchangeable in the idea of abundance so when you mm -hmm. learn how to surrender and receive in mm -hmm. your intimate settings the mm -hmm. same is true for abundance financial abundance love abundance yeah and all other areas of your life so how i've understood abundance um from doing sort of the training in terms of coaching is this idea that it comes with the word right so the idea that abundance means that you're you're full right and that you are um you're you're not lacking in anything and this idea of that law of attraction means that if you're full you will attract um what you want like you will attract but you have to be that 
you have to be whatever that you want first. Like so a you, positive charge yeah, brings almost, in positive almost charges. Almost like a, a positive energy attracts like an, a, a positive energy. And that's how I've understood sort of abundance. Um, and I suppose that fits in with this idea of if you're full, then in some ways you can give, but you can also receive. And, and that's very fluid, you know? It's like two levels, right? Like, I mean, first thing, like absolutely, like a uh, law of attraction is based on the abundance. But the yeah. problem is most people believe that if they think that, then they are that. But it's right. not true, mm-hmm. right? That part, that's why a lot of people fail in the whole law of abundance situation. Okay. I'm thinking positive. I'm thinking positive. Yeah. All right. Like yeah. negative, go out of here. Like you're out of my life. You're so negative. No. Right. And so, but the problem is like, if you don't believe it yeah. and your body does not believe it, then it still doesn't work no matter how much you think it. Well, I think it's yeah. very interesting that you talked on those, those two points, the surrender and receiving, because mm-hmm. um, I think at a first encounter, most people wouldn't equate freedom and surrender at the same time, or at least in, in partnership. So there's a really interesting connection there you make um, emotionally or psychologically as well when you're saying like actually to receive more is to actually be more free in yourself, to be more surrendering in yourself, mm-hmm. um, both physically and psychologically or mm-hmm. um, emotionally, because I think that idea of you know releasing, releasing, releasing negativity, releasing it, you're actually forcing it. It's not a surrender at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can definitely see the correlation there. But definitely, when you first mentioned it, it's it's not a very obvious um, partnership. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and I guess like to tie that idea with what you were, uh, what Sarah was saying earlier, mm-hmm. that totally makes sense because when you are in abundance, let's say when you are full, first thing you actually need to have is a mindset change, right? Mm-hmm. The viewpoint change that you right. are already perfect, yep. and that is like the key thing in orgasm. Like you have to believe that you are not lacking if you don't have an orgasm. Yeah. You are you are perfect the way that you are. Yeah. Whatever orgasm you have is perfect yeah you know at in that moment yeah. so that has to be like something you believe even yeah. if you don't have the orgasm and yes. that is also even perfect. if you don't have the orgasm <laughs> and that is the perfect orgasm right. in its own as well yeah yeah so that's important that's yeah. so important mm-hmm. right and when you can actually accept that yeah that takes a lot of pressure off of yourself and, and your partner and your yeah. partner yeah. absolutely but it has to start with you yeah. like you cannot put your happiness and your orgasm into another person's hands. Like that is giving your power away. Mm. So this is ultimately a test of self-love and understanding that you have the responsibility. Going back to that whole like idea of responsibility, you have the responsibility to actually take control of the situation and have as much pleasure as you want. It's like mm. it's yeah. your responsibility to have as much fun and that fun is an honorable goal. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, also... So- So you have a special word for this kind of, I mean, sort of, or shall I call it a super orgasm, next level orgasm. Super orgasm. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And you call it the YOLO orgasm or the yummy orgasm. correct. Do you want to tell people how you came up with that? Yeah, sure. So yummy stands for your unique magical slash money momentum. Right. And so momentum means it opens up more and more and more, Mm -hmm. which is in the form of, you know, you need to receive more and more and more. And then unique is because you are unique. And so every single orgasm is unique. Every single way that you do business is unique to you. So like the way you look at your life and the way that you do relationships and the way that you know everything is unique you can't follow a 
blockbuster movie storyline mm-hmm. to say what is love, what is good sex, what is good orgasm, mm-hmm. and then it's yours. So and then magnetic, right? And is magnetic it? as well. Yeah. So the middle M can also so mean it's magnetic like the attraction so, or the abundance. Is that what you're trying to say? Absolutely. As well? yeah. So when you actually are having that full abundant feeling, and you're receiving, and you're giving, and you're allowing that level and capacity to receive expand constantly, mm-hmm. because that's an limitless expansion, um, then you're not only able to be attractive yourself, but you're also able to attract money. You're also able to attract people. Like when you're giving a speech on stage, Mm. using that energy, you connect much easier with people Mm. and you're using that essence of flow and of your own magnetic essence to kind of communicate. And yeah, it's just sexier. Well, it's that openness, right? It's that, yeah. that yeah. idea of surrendering. You're not you're not trying to force people. It's that yeah. whole idea of it's yeah. just that yeah. authentic, like yeah. you. You know, yeah. you yeah. can tell when people are like more aggressive and they're trying to show off or you know really oh, get yeah. down to business. Yeah. It's like it's actually um, for lack of a, you, you for can, lack of a softer word, repulsive. <laughs> no, but you can um, tell when somebody yeah. has a natural, um, whatever, sensual or sexual confidence, and yeah. you don't. It's not overdone, but you can just feel it. And it can be really pores. relaxing yeah. as well. So I just did yeah. like a new moon meditation with uh, one of my friends, and I do these gong and Tibetan bowl and. Uh, shamanic drum meditation ceremonies very often because I want to help my clients um, learn these essences of these principles that we're teaching in the yummy program. And she was just, you know, she was doing a co-hosting with me and she was just like, wow, like, I always approach these meditations with this reverence, you know, like thinking everything and the monotone, not monotone, but just like the, the way she does the meditations is like, all right, now close your eyes. (laughs) You know what I mean? I I might be doing a really butchering job of it. But for me, I'm like joking with the people like, you know, wiggle your nose if you can and like things like that. And she's like, you're so relaxed. You're just so you, you know? And I think that that's that's what it is. It's like having that natural abundant feeling. I actually have that as my sticker on my kombucha. (laughs) Natural abundance, natural sexiness, natural Mm -hmm. orgasms, you know? It's just... Natural. Yeah. No forcing. Natural. You don't need to go get it. It's going to come. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You spelling it's kombucha with a C now? Kombucha. <laughs> 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 I'm going to trademark that for you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't know how that's going to sell in the corporate world, but it will definitely sell in our Depends. secretly you sexy. Know your audience though, right? right. Mm-hmm. Audience. Yeah. Kombucha. Yum. Um, so the, the million dollar question secret ingredient. <laughs> how do I have, how do we have a yummy orgasm? What are some strategies or steps? I think that's what everybody's here for really. Come on. Yeah, Just give exactly. us, give us the juice. We've Come on. We've already teased it enough. Like, yes. So it's no surprise that the first thing, which is our biggest organ in our body and the most smart one in our body is our brains. So we got to do some changes in our brains to be able to even receive this, right? If you've ever read anything to do with mindset work or neuroplasticity work or neuroscience, it is our brains that control our physical body most of the time, um, especially the amygdala, which is the fight or flight response or any of you know the different parts of it. And we've got to know the viewpoints in which we need to change in order to even receive this because the paradigm in which this orgasm, super yummy orgasm exists in is different from the paradigm that you currently are living in if you're not having that. Mm. 
there's okay. a shift in mindset. So number one, it's changing your mindset and into the ones we just spoke about. Perfection. You know, you are perfect. Taking responsibility over what you want, believing that you can get what you want. Um, knowing that pleasure is something that's ever expanding. It's something that you can feel and can grow over and over again and it gets limitless. Mm-hmm. And knowing that every moment has a moment of pleasure. You know, there's yeah. these are the four ones that just popped in my head, but there's like way more than that that you just you know, learn and you understand it more and you study it more. The second one is practicing it, right? Because this is not something that you can just get, like otherwise all of us would have it. But it does take practice, just like the way that you practice focus and meditate. You use meditation as a way to practice focused. You can also use practices to practice this muscle of receiving and surrendering more to the pleasure that is coming through. So that's number two. And then the last one is really effective ways to remove the blocks. Because this is such an intimate situation and because this goes into every fear you've ever had before Mm -hmm. and every dark corner of your life, Mm -hmm. there are going to be places where you have to face the truth and you have to work through these emotional blocks that you have Mm -hmm. of a good life. and. Ugly things may show up, but, you know, you've got to have some strategies to deal with them and to move through them because you aren't able to be fully open unless you are fully open. And fully open means anything can show up. Mm -hmm. And it is scary, but that's the edge. That's like the leaning edge of saying, hey, you know, there's something behind this that can be released to welcome in more pleasure. Okay. Okay. I feel like I've ticked... At least one or two of those boxes. I don't know. Oh, are we doing a test? I feel like I'm in the right mindset. Like, all right, at let's least. start again. Hold on. Let me. Okay, do? mindset, <laughs> practice, practice. Definitely, I've, I think and I, I've got that a little bit. Emotional blocks. Right. Yeah. Well, let's let's say I have. Okay. okay. Let's say let's let's pretend that I have. So okay. say if I'm a yeah. yeah. yeah say I'm yeah. a test subject that says so okay. Exactly. I've gotten through use the test. Us, use yeah. us as yeah. your students, like as your your test subjects, because when I read your bio, you um, there was something as a bullet point that said that you've actually taught this methodology. Um, I mean, I'm sure you can expand on it much more much much more like you've got a whole book about this spirit and philosophy and stuff but you've managed to teach this um how abundance and and yummy orgasms to women in less than five minutes yeah give us the cold notes <laughs> give us give us give us the coming cold so, notes exactly you get the guide getting, to yeah. come in so assuming that we've got the mindset you know we're in the right mindset and we're like, yeah, I'm sorry, I don't have any gongs, right emotional um, state. Like, I mean, how would you teach it to to mm-hmm. somebody in like less than five minutes? Is this the part where we do the demonstration? <laughs> <laughs> this is this is Sarah's very subtle way of saying, now show me, um, or, or, or maybe start us with the walkthrough of what the five minute practice is, because mm-hmm. yeah, um, yeah. I think the yeah. misunderstanding is that um, you taught it in five minutes, which mm-hmm. I know you you did kind of run yeah. through before. That I am um, just to clear the air. The the teaching is not in five minutes, but your practice at home. So um, whoever's listening. If you want to take note, um, she's going to tell us what to do in the five minutes that we could practice over and over again. But Is that you, correct? But clearly you can do this practice for 
a lot longer than that, right? I mean, you study. You can it do it a lot longer, years, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. some people they do this five minute practice or even longer practice, two hour practice, an hour practice, whatever practice mm-hmm. for thirty years, and they continue. Right. So it's a lifelong practice, mm-hmm. right? It's just like brushing your teeth. It's it's, like your daily meditation. It just, is, yeah. it is, but it's an orgasmic meditation, right? Like, yeah. So <laughs> follow your kegels up with this next exercise. Okay, but so tell us more. Like, if you sure. were to teach. Us. So if minutes. you want to learn how to expand your pleasure, right? What's the most optimal way of doing that? You can either expand it, you know, emotionally. You can expand it through thought processes. Mm-hmm. One of the things I actually did want to mention is um, is limiting beliefs, right? Because right. one of the blocks for number three that we talked about earlier that is required to get this is to understand the concept that we do have limiting beliefs and the limiting beliefs stop us from getting what we want. In this case, orgasm. In, in one of the books, The Great Leap, I don't know if you guys have read that, but there are these like upper limits for people that, that Gay Hendricks has found, the author of the book, that is constantly these like super successful people constantly reach a peak point and then they crash and they reach a peak point and then they crash. And then in relationship, the way that that kind of manifests is like you get super, super into each other and super good and everyone's going, doing well, having great sex, having great, and then suddenly a big fight blows up. Mm. And so there's this innate unconscious bandwidth of pleasure and behavior that we allow ourselves to experience. And when we notice that something is going wrong in our lives and like another thing is going wrong and another thing is going wrong right after the peak of like a trophy moment or a celebration, it's because our bodies and our minds are not trained to be able to receive more than what we are trained to be able to accept. Same with money, same with pleasure. All right, so that's like, something that you really have to be aware of and seeing how that plays out in your life. So anyway, so that being said, how can we break through this barrier? How can we break through this capacity? So when you understand that, you're like, all right, so knowing that there's this barrier, I'm going to have to train myself to break through. So what is the leading edge for that? And pleasure, if you define it in the most basic and primitive way is actually sensation, right? Mm -hmm. If you break it down, it's sensation. So then you are like, next question is, okay, okay, so what way is the most optimal way to practice holding sensation more than you can hold? So what's the most sensitive part of your body? Mine? Are you asking me specifically as she looks over the table? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Definitely. So my clitoris would be the most um, sensitive for sure. 8,000 nerve endings, baby. You don't know me. <laughs> Maybe you, have you, eight, have, you haven't counted yeah, them. Sure, you may have 8,001. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so okay. that is where we'll start. Okay. And that is how you can optimize this entire minute if you choose to do it for a minute or five minutes to stroke your clitoris in a specific way. And actually there's, you know, the clitoris actually has a quadrant. And also I learned that certain quadrants are actually more sensitive than the other quadrants. And so being able to stroke that particular quadrant in a certain way Mm -hmm. to produce pleasure and the person who's receiving, surrender, receive as much pleasure as you can and relax your whole body and allowing whatever waves to come through to come through and whatever feelings to come through to come through if any at all. And if nothing, breathing through it and enjoying every single moment to the most that you can. I didn't know about that cordon thing. 
Yeah, I did. I did. No, I but I've never really, I don't know, tested put it, it in. Yeah, tested it. I'll put it into practice. practice. Yeah. And, but this is linked to this idea of a limiting belief. How? Because as you're doing it, you will realize that at certain points, you might close up and you might, okay, it's enough. Mm-hmm. Or you might realize that you actually stop trying to feel and you start thinking and getting in your head. That's actually where I was going to ask the next question because um, definitely in some past experiences, there's moments, um, and I've definitely spoken about this with some other girlfriends, where some pleasure points get so intense it actually feels almost painful exactly. or unpleasant. Yeah. Um, I remember when I was younger, there were moments um, during self-pleasure or even during sex where the that threshold between what was really pleasurable mm-hmm. started to almost make me want to vomit. It was like yeah. this really weird pain sensation mm-hmm. or discomfort sensation right. is actually a better word for it. Um, so I was going to ask you, like, how does how do you train yourself into overcoming that, that moment? Yeah. yeah, so that is where, like, personal coaching comes in because mm-hmm. every single person's pleasure pain thing is related to a different... Um, a different experience or maybe a different sort of physiological pattern or um, track that it's going on. So you got to go a bit deeper to understand what that is. Um, So is that where you're, am I correct in assuming that's kind of where that's connected to other things? So so like your other, your emotional blocks or um, Mm -hmm. if it's a work block or something that's actually being affected by. Yeah, exactly. And past experience, maybe a belief system. You're all connected. Mm -hmm. Yeah, these things. That's absolutely it. That makes a lot of Mm -hmm. sense. If you are able to work through that yourself, um, you're also able to notice that and then kind of like breathe through it and get past it on your own. However, like that process in itself, it like guidance will give you so many more breakthroughs. Like I had a coach myself who literally like I practiced all week and then I told her every week like, okay, this is the situation. And then she'll give me insights in different parts of how to expand it even more. And so that was, that's sort of the way that I coach my clients as well when they come to me and I'm just like, kind of troubleshooting like what this actually is. Yeah, no, that's really interesting actually because um, it, it really links up to, I think there was, um, there was a moment, I don't know if it was on the podcast or not last time, uh, you were talking about this new experience of breathing through orgasms and like learning to steady your breath or actually mm-hmm. almost incite your own orgasm by changing the yeah, tempo changing and your changing breath. your yep. breath, um, which then I, I started kind of playing around with on my own. And, yep. and it's just this amazing, oh, strange amazing. connection that you just, I don't think I, you, I ever would have thought of on my own. Yeah. Um, that had an infinite amount of change it's on crazy. on how I, I you know, yeah. orgasmed or even came to pleasure at all, like whether it was finished or not. Um, yeah. So it's really interesting to see that you're both coming from very different yeah. mantras of practice, if you will. Yeah. Um, and it's still based fundamentally on that energy and that breathing and that flow. Yeah. And that containing that yeah. energy. Because just like how you talked about pain is the thing that actually stops that flow right. that happens in our life as mm-hmm. well. And so pain in our bodies is a direct representation of how we react in our lives, right? Mm-hmm. So then actually we would produce pain slash conflict slash bad experiences to stop us from getting the flow in our other parts of our lives. Mm-hmm. So it's actually a mirror um, when you look at that. And so to get past that, it is breathing. And the positive side of that is that if you are able to get through it through breathing, you can actually even expand it more. Mm. So whatever it is that you were experiencing before pain, you can double that pleasure and then double that pleasure and then double that pleasure. 
Right, and this is where everything gets exciting. Back to the clit stroking. (laughs) Yes, Yes. right. Coming back, right. Discussing the now circling back to (laughs) the clit stroking. No pun intended. In front of us, we have these two (laughs) lubes. One is called Yes WB. They can probably sponsor a bit of this podcast. Yes, (laughs) water based lube, and we also have black backdoor relaxing silicone. Anal glide. Oh, We're not oh, using oh, anal glide today, but it's just—it's <laughs> the only other silicon lube that was in the house. Maximum <laughs> relaxing Jojo. I think that I think the water base might be good enough. Water base, but you know, I was yeah. trying to access anybody's preference. I mean, we didn't know which parts we were stroking. <laughs> Let's be fair. <laughs> that is that is the truth of today. I was really surprised to read that. Anyway, okay. <laughs> so what are we? Okay. Wait, what are we gonna okay, do so what right we gonna now? Do? Yeah, we're gonna do. So we're gonna do See, a we're little like, experience. Kind of I'm like nervous now. I know. I know. I'm like, so but you're sweating this nowhere is near the my face. First time we've done. Yeah, on, we've done this on the podcast. We're doing an on-air demonstration. Honestly, right. guys, you guys are so lucky, listeners, because <laughs> this is the first time I am even sharing all of this about my life. You know, just for your pleasure yeah. and your experience. And your expansion. So not only this practice, but all the details that I shared today is only usually available in my courses behind closed doors. So you guys are super, super lucky. And it's it's because of Sarah, honestly. I would not have shared it with anyone else's podcast. Let's also be clear that we are getting a bit of a crash course. I mean, we are rushing. We've rushed through quite a few of the steps, um, Mm -hmm. mostly just to kind of get to the to the main attraction let's be honest we're all very impatient to get to this yeah testing um practice that we can now yes, take home no, yeah um yeah but uh, obviously but, but it's not as easy that, as it sounds today Clearly. i mean we're very we're making it very very broken down i think yeah. at the moment and so, we also have two experts yeah. here so yeah. you got to know that if you don't get it don't feel discouraged yeah. Yeah. and this is just this purpose and the reason we're doing this is just to purely show you what is possible right. and what you can aspire to become and this is only for encouragement yeah it is not to put you down it is not to say if you can't do it you know you are not in this group of women who can yeah. no yeah. not nothing like that this is all about showing you hey this is fun ho- yeah. in a minute. Yeah. Hopefully it's given you um everyone a bit of an in inspiration. An inspiration to ask more questions That's about it actually. And like now here. you know where to ask the questions. Um so I'm sure Honey has got way more information to share. Okay. Um, okay, let's do it. Such let's as it. Okay. Yeah. such as this next. We, yeah, we need to get get this done because I'm like I've been waiting for like <laughs> okay, cool. 40 so minutes the, for this. <laughs> The okay. intention of this is to okay. show you how much pleasure you can experience in okay. a short amount of time. I'm going to oh give my. you some of this amazing lube. Okay, right. So you put it onto your index finger. Okay. You don't want to put it on your thumb because your thumb has its own pulse and it confuses it with the actual clits. You put it on the tip of your finger on one finger and you decide which which finger you want to use for this exercise. Usually index finger. I'm just going to use all of them just in case. Finger. So it's on one finger now on both hands. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it with you guys so I can like actually, <laughs> actually like talk you through it, you Yay! know, like understand what you're going through. I'm like a bit nervous because like you said the quadrants, but my, I have a feeling my quadrants are going to be really small. It's okay, no worries. <laughs> no, it's okay. Okay, so you okay. lift your hood up first. And you put your finger on top of your clit. So you lift your hood up so you have access to your clit. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then you feel around for the actual clit. Okay. And then you kind of feel that little bump or that little circular thing. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you can now feel that there are different quadrants. There's one on the left side, top. There's one on the right, top. One at the bottom, right, and the bottom left. And you can kind of use like a little tickle. So in the actual course, we teach you like three different ways of stroking. Yeah, and so you can learn more about that. But this for this particular thing and demonstration, we are going to do. Whatever you want. Um, and so you find your spot of whatever spot you feel is the most like sensitive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then what you want to do is you just want to breathe into it. Yeah. So you want to stroke it like a little bit at a time at the speed at which you want it to be at. And then you want to breathe in. And as you breathe in, I want you to expand that feeling throughout your entire body. Okay. I'm closing my eyes. Yeah, just close your eyes. Pretend this is the meditation. Because <laughs> you have to focus. You have to kind of like zone in on it, right? right? And typically speaking, you'll be doing this lying down with your legs like on pillows. So you don't even have to like, your whole body got to be relaxed so you can feel all the waves. Mm-hmm. And then as you do this more and more, I want you to feel the waves of pleasure come in and breathe that into your clit. So receive as if your nose is on your clit. So you receive that through that. And as you exhale, I want you to expand that feeling throughout your entire body. So you breathe in with me, breathe in through your clit. And as you exhale, expand that pleasure throughout your body. And then again. And every time you feel any tension, just breathe into that, breathe in. And just keep going and bring yourself a little higher and a little higher and a little higher. You can feel the edge. Do you feel the edge of it? Or the edge of the the orgasm a little bit. (laughs) Okay. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, I can see why you'd have to be lying down for this now. I've definitely found the quadrant. Yeah. Yeah. It's the top left. Oh, me yes. too. Yes. See, that is true. Really? Yeah. You got that? Yeah. Oh, oh my God. God. And that is what we teach. So you guys got it before we even. Very good. Super aware. Impressive. Well, I wouldn't go that far. (laughs) So you do want to breathe in and just kind of breathe in all that pleasure and feel as much pleasure as you can. And you also notice your entire pussy engorging. You know, it's getting bigger and bigger. If you have a mirror, that's what you'll see. All the blood is rushing there. And then you can bring yourself high and fire into this deeper, deeper pleasure, breathing in. See if you can find your orgasm from this way of relaxing into the sensation. 
allowing yourself to really expand that sense of pleasure with every breath that you take to the maximum amount possible. Knowing that there's nothing here to stop you. There's nothing else you need to do. You're safe doing this. And then you're made to feel pleasure. You are made to feel it. The feeling is just so much appreciation. Allow yourself to expand even more. Even higher. Tune in to that sensation with your mind and bring it even higher. You may alter your strokes to feel even more sensation in your body beyond what you can feel. Just expand it just a little more. I just wanted to get a bookmark of, okay, so where were you guys before from a level of one to 10 in pleasure? And then how are you after? Just so we know, like, how has the pleasure expanded or not? So you said you were an eight yes. before from your eight perspective. Right. And yeah. then you probably went up two, you would say. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. that you're kind of a yeah. 10 pleasure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, it, definitely. <laughs> I mean, I think I started like at a three or four because I was really quite excited by the whole idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but then, yeah, I, I mean, I definitely, I would say I was a nine. Mm -hmm. So I didn't, you know, I didn't have that like big, yeah. um, how do you say like You know, I don't yeah. know. You have like a normal orgasm. I don't know what you call it. Whatever. Day to day. You, you, you know, you the ones that I usually yeah, have okay yeah, yeah. like it's a, like a almost like a roller coaster it goes yeah. up and then yeah. like you know it's like a release and then mm -hmm. big drop so I would feel like I was like a nine mm -hmm. constantly like constantly at building a nine building and building yeah, and yeah, building yeah. so you're literally you know like the the cake right this right. thousand layer cakes mm -hmm. you're literally building a layer of pleasure and then mm -hmm. you're building another layer of pleasure it's like painting you're painting yeah. a wall but you're putting layers of paint and coats yeah. on it yeah. one coat after nail polish coat after yeah. coat after coat so you're right. solidifying your foundation it's not one of those things where you're rushing to get to the top right. it's literally a slow relaxing building mm -hmm. exercise right. neither is abundance right you're not trying to rush to it's, it's really receiving surrendering to this feeling of like layer by layer it's taking it slow taking it easy mm -hmm. situation so so that's the piece of it yeah. um the reason and, I bring, and can I say yeah. like I'm I'm still like you know yeah. like, I'm, look still, at my, yeah. look at I'm still flushed I feel like, like everything is it's like I'm still like I would say hovering like seven or eight yeah. like I yeah. would say I'm more like in like a haze like and days I'm not, like yeah. I feel I'm like not even stimulating like and if yeah. you're I'm and, chill guys like, yeah. yeah and yeah. if you're breathing yeah. into this feeling right because mm -hmm. like it's so easy to like okay now it's podcast time I'm gonna shut it off right mm -hmm. but if you're breathing into it and you're allowing that to carry out throughout your day. This is what I mean ah. when I talk about magnetism. Right. This the is what I mean What head. by using this in your sales conversation. This is what I mean by having a conflict resolution conversation negotiation in this energy. Okay, for those of you guys listening, oh it's really gosh. something you need yeah. to kind of, yeah, I suggest you, have you to try, try this. It. Yeah. Um, because that connection really makes a lot more sense now. <laughs> um, yeah. It is It is almost actually, it's like people who, who need something, like a stimulus to get through the day. Um, right. It's this thing that you just carry on. Like if I could feel like this all day. Yeah. I, I mean, 
that I could see this curing anxiety for people. Um, yeah. You know, stage fright for sure. Uh, it, it's... Yeah, I mean, to me, yeah. like, I don't know. Like, I'm relaxed and excited at the same time. Like, I, I don't know what it is. I'm, yeah, I'm very well. relaxed yeah. and energetic at the same time. Yeah. Like, yeah. So... Which is a bit of a side note. Do you also suggest if you can't get this when you get to work, maybe take a moment at work too? Absolutely. You know (laughs) that there are pregnancy rooms in the office, Mm, right? right. So I've used them generally for (laughs) for meditation. (laughs) For meditation. For yummy meditation. For yummy meditation. I see. I see. So, you know, it takes a minute or two. It doesn't have to take long. And it is a practice. So the more consistently you do it that's Mm. the key it's not about a one month one time practice that doesn't work like you if you want to play piano you don't practice one every once every year right Mm -hmm. you practice it every day what's the number of hours i was told it's a hundred it's a hundred thousand ten thousand oh right the ten thousand hours that's right yeah yeah. Yeah, there you go so but this doesn't require that right the whole key of it is no pressure Mm -hmm. so then you do it even 10 seconds, right? The fact that you even remember to do it per day like is already an achievement in mm. itself. Yeah. So so that's where it starts. I don't think it's going to be hard to forget to do this every day. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, it could be just part of your regular masturbation routine. It's just mm-hmm. something you incorporate. Or even in the yeah. shower, you know, like that's yeah. what I tell my clients shower. all the time because you have to shower, so why Make not? Make it a ritual. Or even yeah. when you're going peeing, sometimes if you want to do it like a couple strokes here and there, like you can also do that. Actually, it's very, um, this is actually really clever, um, mostly because I think even in, just from personal experience, I sometimes you can become so reliant on toys. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I'm definitely a victim of that sometimes mm-hmm. um, in stages. Uh, kind of going back and finding that way back to just, you know, doing it yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, this is fantastically inform- um, mm-hmm. insightful. Empowering and empowering. As well, yeah, right? absolutely. Because yeah. yeah. I know sometimes going back, you're like, the idea of doing a detox from the toy is already very daunting and not a positive image. Mm. So if you're using this kind of as a practice on top of everything, I can see that doing actually a lot of good for people. It's a nice practice. Yeah, Yeah, welcome. So the men question. The men question. question. Yes, okay. So men, men who are listening out there, hope you got turned on too. (laughs) (laughs) I hope that like moment of silence just like generated yeah. all kinds of imagination. <laughs> I'm sure the, um, the yummy energy is going through the airways. Yeah, right. So, yeah. so imagine this, men. When you are doing this for your women or your partner, you can either do it on their clit yourself, on your finger, and imagine if you could feel everything that your woman is feeling. Like if her emotions and her sensations and what is running through her body, you can feel it transfer through your finger Mm -hmm. into your body. Okay. So there's a way to do that, and there's strategies to do that. We talk, we teach a little bit about that in the course. Um, We kind of relate to it, but then there's even more details further down the line. It's like energy transference. Energy transference, yeah, and the techniques on how to be able to create that in three simple steps. Okay, and then. And another thing is that you can also do that by practicing this way. So you, first of all, you receive the pleasure from giving the pleasure. Mm-hmm. So the giving actually allows you to receive because you, because men actually like their biggest goal is to give the woman pleasure, mm-hmm. right? I mean, they are having pleasure too, but yeah. they're a lot of them. They just they feel so 
fulfilled and just so just you know bursting when yep. they see their woman in absolute ecstasy mm-hmm. like that is sometimes that's the goal right and so if you can produce a superior orgasm i know you don't like this word but yeah. uh, orgasm that's super like it's even better than yeah. a, what a woman can give herself yeah. then mm-hmm. i would say that's a big win but even being able to witness her in that form is already a win or even being able to witness and support her in creating an orgasm that she's never created for herself is also a win right so it's a situation where everyone's winners in here Um, you can do it to yourself as well by stroking your own penis and also using lube and using those you know, gentle strokes, light, thick, you know, just Mm -hmm. going down slowly and just feeling and exercising your ability to create sensation. Mm -hmm. So one of the things you mentioned earlier was that this is not like a normal orgasm. So Mm -hmm. there are models of orgasm. Our models of orgasm right now are mainly based on the definition of um, these guys who were in the 70s, right? Yeah, Masters Um, and Johnson. Exactly. Mm -hmm. What was the definition? Mm, they um well because they were ultimately measuring contractions mm-hmm. so they just measured it as sort of physical yeah physical yeah, contractions physical. um in the vagina for like 15 to up to 60 seconds or something like yeah. that and then for yeah. men as well right and then mm-hmm. it's just like less contractions yeah. and so that is a definition. So the graph right. of that looks like flat and then there's a huge spike and then right. it's done. Yeah. So there's like pretty much like a like a witch's hat kind yeah. of a situation. Yeah. However, like this kind of orgasm is deliberate and it's pleasure-based. It's not release-based. It's not goal-oriented, right? Oh. This is more of a embodied way so that you feel it now. Mm-hmm. You also feel it before, right? The whole conversation leading up to it, we are literally prepping ourselves like layer by layer to oh, get yeah. into the right mindset mind. to be able oh, to yeah. receive this. Right. Yeah. So it's a very psychological level. It's an emotional level. We all right. connected, trusted each other to bring us each other through mm-hmm. this process. Mm-hmm. And then we got into the physical side. So it's literally a holistic view of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and then it's like, all right, and then it goes on and it keeps going higher. Mm-hmm. So anytime you build on your orgasm, you can start exactly where you left off right now. Oh, Wow. So I'm going to leave it at that. (laughs) (laughs) Smart lady. (laughs) Fabulous. There's going to have to be a part two. Okay, so I mean, let's end this on a, you know, like on a sort of practical, tangible note. Like we've been talking a lot about this sort of orgasmic energy, you know. And I was just wondering, could you share some sort of examples or or case studies of, you know, know, success stories of how either you or some of your clients have just used some of this orgasmic energy and translated it into like tangible positive results for themselves absolutely yeah so like if you go back to the reason why i started this entire journey it was all about money right Mm -hmm. like at that time moment in time i was like a new entrepreneur and i had this big dream of creating abundance while living a you only live once life the title of the book you know being able to travel have freedom but also being able to pay for it and more than enough with um, what i earned Mm -hmm. and i wanted the same for my clients and so when i achieved that and i won i wanted to share that with people what i realized was that there was a really hard time to actually have them 
welcome that level of abundance and uh, sales and revenue that they wanted in their lives. So I started doing this work, actually debuting it um, at a festival in Wonderfruit mm-hmm. and having a class of about 150 people come to me um, in this tent that really I only prepared for 30. I printed out 30 worksheets and I was like, this wow. is just going to be 30 people here. <laughs> yeah. wow. And then it was like at wow. 10 a.m. in the morning, people and, you know, people don't usually come until the evening, at you know, 10 a.m. Yeah, they're leaving at 10 it's in the morning. All the wellness <laughs> stuff. Right. Exactly. Right. So I had yeah. all this interest in it. And I was like, all right, cool. Let's see where this leads. So I told them a bunch of stuff about it. Had this big ass bolster that I had to use as the demonstration of a clit because there were so many people that couldn't see wow. me. I had okay. to improvise. Wow. Okay. Wow. Anyway, yeah. Okay. So long story short, a bunch of these guys signed up for the course itself. Right. And these were people who are my niche, which is entrepreneurs mm-hmm. and or people who wanted to get ahead in their life mm-hmm. or careers mm-hmm. and who also wanted to practice orgasmic meditation. And okay. so we did a 30 day challenge and we measured the correlation between sales and or, you know, revenue right. and how much orgasm yummy orgasms. Yeah. yeah. And yummy orgasms. Yeah. And then surprise, surprise. You know, there is the correlation (laughs) and sometimes up to eight times the amount of what they were previously making. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So that is the group program, the Yummy Goo program. And then I also do personal ceremonies, which combines this with shamanic journeys and Mm -hmm. microcurrents, which Mm -hmm. we didn't actually go into today, which is another way of quickly dissolving blocks using microcurrents, which is an electrical current that goes into your cell walls that is able to target specific frequencies which allow you to release specific blocks okay okay so very specific scientific and just um precise Right. My key takeaway from this is that orgasm is just one of the most powerful forces um in the in the human existence and and like i think people don't you know, necessarily acknowledge that because we have, you know, so much shame. We don't have enough sex education, all of that, and then we don't even embrace it ourselves, right? And we don't embrace the right mindset. We don't embrace our own sexual power, you know. Well, there's no one talking about it as well. It's just, there's no conversation Absolutely. about we're, it. I mean, a lot of the times mm-hmm. we're, you know, we're, we're scared of it. We're, we're frightened, um, you know, and I feel like if it's, you know, if we can use our sexual energy to create a whole human being, then why can't we create anything yeah. that we want in our lives? You know, anything. And I feel like that's the key takeaway Absolutely. from what yeah. you were saying. I think yeah. my takeaway from this is, yeah, uh, I'm probably going to be changing a little bit of my vocabulary for this. Like just mm-hmm. the idea of sexual sexual energy versus mm-hmm. sensual energy, which is what you were touching about. Mm-hmm. It's like, actually, it's all about your sensations. It's all about mm-hmm. the sense and how you mm-hmm. take it in, how you re- uh, release it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and how you hold it. Yeah, and how you mm-hmm. hold it and how other people receive it. It's It doesn't have to be sexual. I think with that connotation, it's got a very defined purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It doesn't have to be reproductive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it also doesn't have to be just for sexual pleasure. Yeah. Like the pleasure that you generate from it or that harnesses yeah. can be taken and used, used elsewhere. Yeah. Everything. yeah. Um, that's a really, int- it's, it's a very, very enlightening yeah. um, idea. And 
yeah, and experience, with that, actually. we're going to move into Quickie by Goodie. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot all about it. It's been so long you since I've been on this, this podcast. Okay, well, this is the absolutely uh, last section before we wrap up, everybody. Yeah. And this is our speed round section. Let me have some water. Where, <laughs> yeah, tea, tea, tea. Yeah, where everybody like is put on the spot by me and I know can you imagine we're gonna put you more on the spot yeah. now honey <laughs> oh, gosh. given two seconds to Spots. answer just like you know whatever question I throw at them it's all meant to be fun it's all meant to be fun I mean we've had a lot of fun already on this episode I don't know what you're talking about yeah. <laughs> um, all right, okay guys. but you know just what you were saying so my first question on rapid fire round is if you could use your yummy orgasm to change Anything about the world, anything, what would you change? About the world? <laughs> about the world. That's not a rapid fire question. Yeah, Sarah. that's a I, loaded question. Exactly, but you have two seconds. <laughs> um, I, I would change education for sure. I would just change people's mindsets about masturbation first off yeah about yeah, yeah. better sex education. Yeah, much better sex education. Okay, much better body education. Okay. I would have everyone be able to feel yummy orgasms. Right. <laughs> Good answer. That's a much better answer than mine. Imagine, Can I change my answer? No, you can't. Imagine you can. like the presidents, yeah. the ones that we don't like, being yeah. able to feel that. Yeah. That's probably why we don't I mean, like them. I would, I would They're like, the ones that need like them a lot better though, that way if they had if a they yummy orgasm. Let's not, I don't, yeah. guys, I don't want to imagine some of those people doing this, okay? <laughs> I mean, I'm all for being open and... Uh, accepting but i still have to go to bed sleeping tonight yeah happily okay, anyway <laughs> next okay. rapid fire yeah well i mean i would i would definitely similar to yours just make sure that everybody's talking about that the the knowledge of you know our sexual power is more widely known than it is now okay what's the yummiest thing you've done all day uh this podcast <laughs> How rapid was that for you? Exactly. <laughs> Meeting yeah. both of you I through know. this and just <laughs> watching both of you get it. How yummy is that? That is super yummy. Super yummy. And what's even going to be yummier is when we watch the replay. Hello, editor. I'm happy to be in the press. I, I can bet you right now, Jai, our ex-producer, is going to be back. He's going to want this video. He's going to want this footage. Uh, we miss you, Jai. Okay. Well, maybe this is um, for both of us or right. maybe it's for, for all three of us. If you have to summarize what a yummy orgasm feels like in one to two words, that's it. You summarize it. Scintillating relief. Relief. Okay. I don't, I feel, okay. Okay. Interesting. What's yours, Sarah? Mm, okay. Mine is... Um, Mine is like, uh, tra like transcending. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I'm fancy. Awesome. I'm fancy like that. <laughs> I'm fancy like that. Yeah. And <laughs> you and your bougie yeah. words. Yeah. <laughs> your yummy bougie release. <laughs> <laughs> um, my, the first word that popped into to my mind was sensational. Oh, that's oh, a good lovely one. one. Lovely. Lovely. You are the expert. Yeah. Okay, what is one thing that is on your sex YOLO list? Uh, more yummy orgasms uh, in about, <laughs> what time is it? In about the next two hours? Yeah, <laughs> next two hours. You'll still be here pretty much. This podcast is still going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything? Mine is, so I really like the idea of 
having the orgasm and looking into the partner's eyes mm. and then him responding with verbal emotional appreciation specifically on right. why he loves me and then like receiving all of that turn on and then like enhancing that orgasm and then he receiving it and then feeding back more so that feedback loop um continuously so like expanding yeah, yeah even more yeah so yeah okay um more and more and more and deeper and deeper and higher and higher in that and you yeah. um, sarah i mean my well probably one is like teaching more people to right. and and spreading the word about you know these amazing kinds of orgasms and what is possible but that's boring answer. Yeah, it's perfect the way it is. Yeah, yeah. It's perfect the way it is. Yeah, no, I, I mean, if anything, I mean, similar to you, it's like, I just kind of want to, almost like now want to test, like, how far test can I take this? this? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, like, I mean, maybe I will be here two hours with you. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the yeah, episode. I have, I have, have next episode. <laughs> next episode. You're welcome to stay as long Still as you here. want, darling. <laughs> <laughs> it's an episode of silence and breathing. <laughs> Here's a podcast on breathing exercises. <laughs> How high can we get in one hour? Guess uh, what that pattern means. <laughs> anyway, Yinghan, you've been yeah, such an amazing, you. insightful you honey? honey. Oh my gosh, I forgot it right at the end. Um, thanks so much for coming onto the show. Um, you've just created a load of resources. I, I've seen you on YouTube. Uh, I know you do meditations. Um, you got your book. Got your book. And you do coaching as well. Um, but tell our listeners the best way to find you. <laughs> so you guys are going to be so excited to know that because of Sarah, I'm actually I'm a, and and you as well, Cat and uh, Catty. You can't see me, but I'm blushing. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually offering you guys and you girls um, mm -hmm. something that I have never offered before, which is a free course um a small mini tiny free course but mm -hmm. with a lot of just good practical experiential steps mm -hmm. and how to start you know changing your mindset learning about some of the steps that you can do and the different things that you can do specifically in terms of stroking and experiencing this for yourself and you can find Fantastic. that you know Yay. i just recorded it this afternoon okay. so it literally is specifically for this audience like Fabulous. it's a limited time offer like i honestly don't even think i'm actually gonna keep it free for a very long time okay. so it's for you guys and it is you can find it on yolo abundance Y-O-L-O abundance A-B-U-N-D-A-N-C-E dot com slash orgasm. Yes. But where oh, else can exciting. we find you oh, as yeah. well? So you can Instagram, right? So that's ying.muse and then you have mm -hmm. YouTube which you just type in my name or you could do bit.ly slash YOLO YT YouTube. And, okay. and so that's the YouTube. You can find about 200 different meditations on there regarding all kinds of topics, mm -hmm. including sensuality, but also a lot of business and a lot of emotional blocks. So if you have a lot of emotional blocks when you're doing the orgasm stuff, like YouTube would definitely have one. I've got mm -hmm. jealousy stuff. I've got moving on stuff. I've sure. got letting go stuff, you know, 200 mm -hmm. of them. Mm -hmm. So how to feel fulfilled and everything like that. Um, then right. what else can you find? Um, you did mention that you do a couple of festivals. Do you have any lined up um, coming up? 
in the summer? Yeah. Or can we find you maybe not just only in Hong Kong? Is there any of our readers that are outside? Absolutely. Yeah. We have a big US rather. audience. Yeah. So I am coming to the US for nine months mm-hmm. starting in August. And mm-hmm. I am doing festivals in July in Hong Kong. Um, I have been, so basically every month I'm in festivals. Um, I'm doing talks like, you know, all next week. Mm-hmm. And you can find all of that information on my Facebook, right. um, at my name and, and my email list as well. I send all that information out. Um, also going to be in France in September, oh. Vermont, possibly <laughs> Thailand, maybe Vietnam. Tour. Oh. And um, and that, that covers 2019. You, yeah. yeah, yeah. You live and work all over the world. And yeah. I'm so. planning on doing a road trip across the U.S. from East Coast to West Coast in mm-hmm. March, April 2020. Mm-hmm. So if you are anywhere in those different areas and you want me to come share or speak, mm-hmm. feel free to reach out. You know, I'm always open to share this information. I, my whole intention is to empower women, empower men yeah. to feel more pleasure because I believe when you are able to open up and receive more, you're actually a better. Person person mm. i totally agree okay well listeners um i hope you found this episode as mind-blowing and amazing as sensational as, as we sensational have sensational <laughs> as we did i'd love for you to tell me what you think how are you channeling your orgasmic energy into the rest of your life um tell me at instagram uh at hello sarah sense and don't forget to leave a review of the book for the podcast because we love reviews and it helps other people find us better um thanks for tuning into better in bed and i hope you all stay yummy because I'm very yummy right now. Mm, mm, <laughs> See you all next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks, Sarah. Thanks, honey. <laughs> <laughs>